Super Talk Mississippi media production. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Adele Lyons, the CEO of the Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber. And when we went to the break, we were talking about leadership Gulf Coast. And I just want to say one other thing, and then you can respond to Adele. And that is one of the reasons why I really wanted to do this show, Coast View, is because Coastal Mississippi is a very unique place. It's a collection of communities, each with their own very unique, you know, history and culture and amenities and things to offer. But as a, you know, when you bring them all together, we're also a powerful region of the state. Uh, there's 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 a lot to be thankful for from Ingalls on one end and Stannis on the other. Those I call often call those the bookends, and tourism and all the things that go on, you know, between the bookends. Um, but our, it's the diversity of each of these communities that makes us such a special place. But when we come together on our common issues, we're, we're a force to be reckoned with. We, we, can, we can usually get what we need, um, and that one voice is important. I would often say that, you know, for example, a common enemy we all face today is COVID. <laughs> and, you know, the mayors and the, and the, and the boards of supervisors have done a great job communicating amongst themselves to make sure they're aligned around the kind of things we need to do to fight COVID. That's just an example. But there's uh, there's so much positive that can happen when we speak with one voice. Leadership Gulf Coast is about driving that point home, isn't it? Yeah, Leadership Gulf Coast, um, you know, started by your good friend Roland Weeks, um, really brought that to the coast over 30 years ago. And the idea was to bring people together from not only geographies, but industries, um, different uh, intersections, you know, nonprofit uh, uh, professionals as well. There's a variety of ages from one extreme to the other. There's various uh, ethnicities. Um, and really, that's the whole idea of bringing like a microcosm of the coast together to, uh, to look at the coast in a really uh, in-depth way over the course of a nine-month period. And that's been something that's been very successful. Uh, we always have a large group of people who want to participate. Uh, there is a limitation, so it's an application process. And um, it's, it's really good to, pe- to see folks make connections. And then that they probably would have never made any other way. And how, what they do with those connections. And so a lot of times we'll see the groups do activities together together fundraisers, uh, walks, they'll help each other out with work. Um, it's just, a, it's really cool how it comes together and the relationships people have over the years, those relationships last. Yeah, I see, I see that so clearly. And as you know, I've watched it for the for 30 years. I've watched it and been involved in it. But what is, uh, you know, so there's a great education that's taking place. But at the same time, the relationships are seeds that are being planted that that pay dividends way into the future. We just don't we don't really know how that's going to work out. It might it might play out in terms of helping in the community in some nonprofit endeavor. It could help them in their business. It could help them in their own personal development. You just don't know. It's a it's a just an, a really important effort that the Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber have always been behind. So that g- congratulations on really staying the course. Hey, um, I, one thing that uh, I've really been strong about, now this is being taped on Friday for people who are going to watch us on Monday for, for technical reasons, but 
uh, so I don't know what the flag situation is going to be throughout the day on Friday. But you know, I've I've been pretty strong that it's time to change. It's time for for us to do the right thing. If you watch the uh, press conference yesterday with the, of the coaches, and you see the, the one African American woman coach from Mississippi State, the basketball coach, and hear her sort of interpretation of the situation and what she sees when she sees the flag to me it just seems like an easy decision i know that there's history and there's reasons why people believe we shouldn't change it and all that but if you just look at it from the point of view of mankind if you just look at it as an economic issue it's absolutely the right thing to do and i'm confident uh that we're going to get it done this time i really am and what i've really enjoyed watching and what i've been so proud of is watching the business community across the state come together around this flag it's, it's time isn't it adele it's absolutely time you know the the coast chamber took a stand uh several years ago back in 2015 against the flag or about changing the flag and our our commitment to that stands to this day, and we've reiterated that, and let people know that we were behind that. And also, of course, we put out a um, a statement, uh, a in general statement uh, as well. And our coach young professionals also put out a statement um, in conjunction with the Mississippi Gulf Coast Chamber because they're the future leaders. These are our millennials and our Generation Xs, and you know, they're one point they really made clear is they didn't get to vote in two thousand and one. Um, they weren't they weren't old enough, and so they want to stay in it today. And their say is to change that flag, and they've been pretty adamant about that. And so the coast chamber, along with other business organizations on the coast, have really tried to step up. We've tried to get the word out. Um, like you said, today is Friday. My understanding right now is, from a Senate standpoint, there are three senators um, that are well. There's th- we're three votes short, and uh, and so we're really looking working hard. But I think that. That changes on a dime, and so there's people reaching out trying to push for that change. So um, let's let's see what happens. Hopefully, by the time this airs on Monday, we you know it's done. I like the idea of us. I like the idea of Mississippians controlling the destiny of this. I don't think that that as a general rule we do well when we when it's the outside pressure that's doing it. This is a debate and a conversation we're having within the state. It's the right thing to do. When you look at this moment in our nation's history, to think that we had that symbol, that oppressive and divisive symbol still flying over the state, supposedly representing all Mississippians, it's amazing to me. It's time to unite. And I, I pray that our leaders can come together and um, and close this really kind of important chapter of our of our history, and and then we can go forward with a flag that unites and not have that be something that's that's going to stop progress on a number of fronts that we can't even re- truly appreciate at this stage of the game. Um, hey, well, I've I'll noticed, tell you, we still, yeah, go ahead. Well, go ahead. I'll tell you, we still um, here at the chamber occasionally will get phone calls or emails um, from people outside the area that are looking to come to the area either for business or travel that say, um, you know, the flag is offensive to me and I'm not coming there because of that. People think that's not true, but I will tell you it is. It's, it's something that we here at the chamber, we're the, the place people will call seeking information about an area and they'll also let us know, how, you know, how they feel um, and why they're not coming to our area and why they're choosing to go somewhere else. So it's, it's real. Yeah, I know it. I know it's real. Um, hey, so you know, we have just a few minutes left. I want to make sure we're covering the things that are important to you. So, what are some of the other things that you're working on? Well, well the back to business Mississippi program. Uh, we just did 
a webinar this week with Jamie Miller from Mississippi Development Authority about that program. We had over 200 people registered for that webinar. Um, that it's it's something that's available to the businesses in Mississippi up to $25,000. And we're trying to make sure folks are taking advantage of that. There's certainly some requirements and some regulations and some things that are needed to fill out that, that packet. Um, we have recorded that and we'll be sharing that on our Facebook. So if anybody missed that and don't, you know, doesn't have the information they need to complete that application, they can watch that. They can certainly give us a call. Uh, but really, it's back to businesstippy.ms.org. I think I could I can share that with y'all. But there's a website you can do a quick Google search and find that. And so certainly, like PPP and how popular that was. Um, and people taking advantage of that federal program. This is a program through the state, through the CARES Act, and it's $25,000, and that can mean a lot to a small business. So we're, we're spending some effort um, to make sure we get the word out about that. Well, good. That's, that's, that's really good to hear. What else, Adele, before we uh, wind this down? Well, we're, we're also working on um, having some conversations with some different groups, a partnership with the Legacy Business League and how the uh, how the business community from the chamber standpoint and that, that Legacy Big Business League can work together in a partnership around, you know, um, equality issues and um, making sure that we um, we've got a, a black business list that we business own business list that we've shared. They've got them as well. The Sun Herald's put out one and really trying to make people aware of those businesses that are out there. And we're in some conversations uh, with a speaker to do some presentations, probably a three part series that the chamber would present about how to have a dialogue in the community. Um, so we're hoping we can get that knocked out and get that ready to go real quick so that everybody can um, you know, sort of everybody wants to talk and have the conversations and how can we do that productively in our community? Well, that's good. I actually saw the, the list of, of uh, Black-owned businesses on, on the Facebook page. Shop and support your local Black-owned businesses. Um, I think it's great. It's a step in the right direction. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, we just all want to be in this together. And hopefully we can we can continue to do that. Hey, one other thing I just want to see. Are you... Are the communications between the various entities, you know, nonprofits and others, continuing on a weekly basis, or what's the status of that? Uh, yeah, well, not so much weekly anymore. We had kind of backed off of that, but I would see where that might beef back up, um, at, you know, with things that are going on. Uh, but email, texts are back and forth. Yesterday, I know you've got Paige coming on next. Um, she and I were had several conversations yesterday, phone and text, on some things that are going on. Um, still keeping in contact with Ashley Edwards and uh, you know Tish over in Hancock County, and being here at the Night Nonprofit Center, it's real easy to touch base with Goodwill Industries and uh, you know Roger Wilder down there at the Community Foundation, and and just keep in touch with everybody. I, I see Kathy Springer with the United Way on a pretty regular basis since we're all yeah. here together in the building. Um, so you know, keeping everybody informed and keeping everybody together. So we're at the end of our time together, but Adele, thanks for coming on and thank you for your leadership and we'll talk to you again in a few weeks. All right. Thanks, Ricky. See you You soon. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.